0: Welcome to WriteCraft. The amazing music track is Go To Girl by Snowflake. Check out the links below. WriteCraft is produced and narrated by Bibiana Kroll. This educational podcast is about learning to create unforgettable and impactful writing. I can't wait to get your feedback and share some helpful hints. Let's do this. Write Craft Episode 2, Creating Complex Characters. Thank you for joining me here. My name is Bibiana Carl. I'm a novelist and short story writer who recently earned my MFA in creative writing from Wilkes University. Yes! Today I want to chat with you about writing craft and the importance of creating complex and believable characters. First, let's dispel any myths you might have about what a character in literature actually is and why every writer must think about it. Consider doing a visual aesthetic and making an index card on each person or character. Pinterest is a wonderful place to accomplish this task and you can keep your boards private. I created this visual exercise for my own fiction writing. It really helps me pinpoint what I want the reader to know or feel. I challenge you to know your characters so well that you know what they eat, listen to, and would wear to your best friend's wedding. The definition of character. The mental or moral qualities distinctive to an individual or a person in a novel, play, or movie. The character is developed throughout the play. Character in the dictionary clearly has a dual meaning, as it does in real life. But to hold steady, the latter entry is where we need to center our focus. Notice the word develop. The characters developed throughout the play. This is so important. Think of yourself as a five-year-old, then fast forward mentally to the present. Are you the same person? Would you ever consider wearing a turtleneck over your bathing suit again or eating pizza for a whole week? Do you react the way you might have 10 years ago to the same external stimulus? Change and development for a character is huge. Characters like people age, they have new experiences, change their tastes, and gain knowledge. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not. A fictional character should always change and grow, just like you have. Now, before you begin writing, put together a group of characters to tell the story inside the plot. Think of the plot as the commuter train. The characters are passengers that get on and off as you stop in each town. They mutually need each other to tell the story. No commuters, no train, no point. The first order of business is naming the protagonist. Who gets to be the main character, and are they also the narrator? Pick me, pick me. Why did you choose them? Are they complex or mature enough to carry the story you want to tell? will you give a cultural, educational, or socioeconomic difference as part of their struggle? These days I read a lot about literature needing diversity and shake my head when the default button in storytelling appears to be stuck on straight, Caucasian, and English-speaking characters when gender, culture, or geography isn't explained. This is absurd. Rather than getting mad about it, consider adding diversity to your stories via the voices of the world. The differences between us as individuals orientation, culture, and beliefs make us special, who we are. Other cultures or groups are a rich place to search for complexity. This will make your characters more realistic and the story stronger. Do diligent research and stop assuming. It's your duty to understand and be respectful before you pick up that pen. Traveling has given me the opportunity to meet many amazing people and has opened my mind. The one thing that always surprises me is how similar we are beneath the layers of social conditioning and physical appearance. The three major definers seem to be wanting to be loved and respected, experiencing physical or emotional pain, and fear of death. It's important to stay within the realm of what we know as humans to be true and possible unless we are writing fantasy, science fiction, or horror. Then the dissonance to that rule increases. We need to meet the character initially from across the room or standing beside them, as if they are flesh and blood. Then the author should bring us closer and closer as the story proceeds. What are they wearing or doing? Do they have something physical that immediately identifies them? Hair color, long legs, chunky, thin, athletic? Do they slouch or stand up straight? What is their name? Names can be extremely effective when characterizing. For instance, the name Gertrude calls up the image of an elderly old-fashioned woman, but what if she was a serial killer or a drug smuggler? If her name was Donatella, would you get a different image? Thousands of psychological clues come from our mental impressions when we first see someone or learn their name. One of my favorite things to talk about is body language. Many of us don't realize how important it is to To how we see and understand another human being. A behavioral doctor I admire for his research claims that 93% of human language is in body movements and body language rather than the written or spoken word. Wow, that doesn't give us much room to work with, does it? So give his theory a spin. Go somewhere busy like a mall, a department store, or an airport and bring something to write with and a small notebook. When someone catches your eye, write five things as quick as you can that you notice about them. Handsome or gorgeous won't do the job here. Really try to listen to your gut reaction. Do they seem upset, stressed out, sleepy, dangerous? Continue to do this for a half an hour, and hopefully at this point you have it described each person the same way. If that's the case, you might need to work on your observation skills a bit more before you continue. Use specific details when you open an active scene and introduce the protagonist. Another question you should try to answer is why should we feel empathy for them and what is their struggle? The most important thing you can do when introducing the main character is to create an immediate emotional connection with the reader. Do not over explain or drown us in detail. This isn't a job interview right now. It's just an introduction. If you manage to throw in something about difficulty within their relationships or identities as in parental, sexual, romantic, career, all the better. As humans, we understand challenges and will begin to relate or form our opinions almost immediately. The fun part of this is that you can introduce the antagonist this way and use my favorite formula for drama, a triangulation. Is someone in your story having an affair, but their spouse is sick or dying or a religious leader in the community? Is the neighbor cooking illegal drugs in the shed, but the character's father works for the DEA? And the third character sees all this going down from the bedroom window. The moment you have a character with a moral conscience, another with lower or different standards, and thirdly, someone who makes it a point to focus on that, You've just created a believable triangulation that can become a major part of the plot and give your characters actionable tasks to carry the story further. Next up is the antagonist or antagonists. Who are they and why are they in a struggle with another person, group, government, nature, a deadly deadly virus, or a village? The villain is my favorite character to write, but in my opinion also the most difficult. Why, you ask? Because as human beings, we have a tendency to focus on what isn't good and sometimes over-dramatize what makes us uncomfortable. Look no further than social media or the Doomsday Club to confirm this notion. An impactful and memorable antagonist must be believable and multidimensional, even if they're not human. I will take the liberty of quoting my favorite writer of all time, for there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Hamlet by William Shakespeare. The bard understood the duality that all humans struggle with. We must remember that this antagonist, who is set to destroy, was once a child, a larva, seed, or a nanobot who had to be taught how to eat with a spoon, make a cocoon, or create feedback. Someone somewhere loved or nurtured them, even if it may not have been what they needed or wanted. Remember to give each character a little darkness and a little light. What this will do is make your character seem real. "'Nobody's perfect. "'Even the finest person you've ever known "'has something they try to hide "'or wish they could control "'or change about themselves. "'If the villain is all bad, "'totally benevolent, "'and never has introspection "'about a good memory or a time before, "'have some self-doubt "'or at the very least "'a terrible sense of fashion. "'It simply won't work. "'Have... um. One of the immediate goals that becomes apparent even in fantasy is to look at the idea that as human beings we inherently understand struggle and the strain when things go, go awry. It's a basic part of life. And who knows, you might end up losing the story to the antagonist if you do this effectively, because when we create an evil or flawed character and give them real human qualities, they come to life and are three times scarier than a cutout character that hates everyone and hatched from nothingness. There must be a reason why there is fury or this need and desire to create havoc. It doesn't come from nowhere, or at least in a fictional story, it shouldn't. It needs to make logical sense to be believable. What goes up must come down. Sir Isaac Newton. The world can be a dangerous, complicated place, and sometimes there will be influences that no one saw coming. But the strongest antagonists in a story have a reason why they are who they are, and this reason or history fuels their actions. The revelation of why will help readers understand and relate to them, because perception of a truth makes things real and believable. If you have not read any psychology or philosophy books and you plan on being a successful writer, it's about time you did. The why or origins of a character's perception paints a strong and memorable picture and it will offer insight into the struggle to create more action and drama further on into the story. To know your character is to know yourself and the world around you. What negative qualities do you have that sometimes make you lose control, crave something, or create an overwhelming urge? And alternatively, what are the positive ones? All of these complex feelings you own like a badge of courage, your characters should also have access to. I'm not saying to only write yourself into these characters, because then they will be carbon copies and it simply won't work. Rather, give them flaws, give them instability, or mental, physical strength, a moral compass, secret desires, or something that triggers irrational fear. That's where the story is. Think on some of the most memorable characters in literature, Atticus Finch, Holden Caulfield, Romeo and Juliet, Anna Karenina, Katniss Everdeen. Why do we remember them? Is it how they look, how much money they have, or is it how they think and react? The workings of the introspective mind and how that evolves in a storyline is where the growth of a character begins. If you are successful at creating this deeper layer, your character can become so real, they might even enjoy a cult following because readers want to identify with a heroine or hero, and in some cases, the villain. Another point to consider, is this character human, an entity, an alien, or an object? The best example off the top of my head within an animate object as fictional character is the creepy gothic mansion in Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House. Not only does the house glower and breathe, but it also literally comes alive as a deadly antagonist, feeling at moments in the story that if it could, it would devour all the guests inside its walls, That's exactly what we want to do with our characters, make them so strong and so unforgettable that regardless of them being plant, animal, or mineral, they reflect feelings, emotions, and desires with a strong sense of purpose to achieve their goals. Finally, consider adding quirks or personality traits to amplify the other aspects of this complex and emotional character. Are they kind and genuine, fierce and unforgiving, or all of the above, depending on whom they're dealing with? So there you have it, the basics on how to build an unforgettable character. This isn't rocket science. It's the unique recipe that makes up an individual human. All you have to do is distill it down and ta-da! A complex character that defines themselves with limits, imperfections, and a real sense of what motivates them is alive and breathing. The fiction writer's responsibility to the reader via each character's point of view is to offer insight into the human condition, create empathy, and forge lasting connections. Remember that all writing is subjective, but we owe ourselves as writers and the trust of the reader to explore what makes our characters tick, so we can use that emotional connection to drive the plot forward with interesting characters to keep readers engaged. To summarize, a character is an individual in a fictional story involved in situations that must be overcome or part of a relationship with other characters. Remember that a complex character will bring your novel to life and carry your plot, especially when you utilize important literary elements such as dialogue, point of view, imagery, and foreshadowing. A rich cast of characters will reward the writer and reader with a memorable and strong story. It sounds easy, doesn't it? If you're a working writer or a beginner, you know it's not. But part of the fun is the attempt to create interesting characters that get people talking. Thanks so much for listening. The next episode of WriteCraft will be about choosing your narrator and point of view and why this matters more than you might think. I hope you finished this podcast inspired and ready to write. If you enjoyed my show, please remember to subscribe to my channel, like and leave comments in the drop-down. Check out my writing blog Indite and my YouTube channel. For more info, please visit my website at www.bibionacrawl.com. Until next time... Find your peace, love, hustle, then read or write. See ya.